Hello, I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and you're listening to an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Today, Takia Ross of Accessmatized explains how her social media experimentations have created more business for her during quarantine. Never ask which content will generate revenue for you. Instead, ask what content your audience wants and find the answer to that question. You can't go wrong then. Let's listen. In today's episode, we're going to talk about breaking through the noise, the digital noise especially, and and talk about marketing during a pandemic. Like I stated, I think, in the first episode, this is going to be a long-term issue that sticks with us. So we've kind of, you know, the pendulum swung one way, and everybody was talking about it, right? Like, I'm sure, Takia, you got that deluge of emails about what Mm -hmm. we're doing during COVID Mm -hmm. from people you haven't heard from in forever. (laughs) And and I think it's starting to come back. The pendulum is starting to come back. But what that means is that it may even swing so far over that people try and stop talking about it completely. So I'm curious to know what's different for you in terms of marketing when compared with, you know, February, January, December 2019. I think what's different is that you actually have people watching. So before COVID, before we were all in some state of lockdown, people were bombarded with life. And so like, you know, especially because most of us are doing a lot of our marketing on social media. Before this, like people had other things, like they were out, you know, outside, they were working, they were, you know what I mean? They had like 80, yes, they had 80 million other things pulling at their attention and trying to buy for you know, their eye and just some of their undivided attention. Well, what I found is when the pandemic hit and as we've been progressing through it, people are, all they have is their phones. All they have in their connection to the world is social media. Like that's all, I mean, that's how we're talking and communicating with each other. They have Zoom, you know what I mean? They're doing TikToks, they're on YouTube, you know, like, yeah. And so what I found was that I needed to make sure that I was staying relevant in those spaces. And I didn't choose every space. Like, you know, you don't have to be on every social media platform. You know, you choose the platforms where your customers are. So my customers are predominantly on Instagram and Facebook. And so I stay between Instagram and Facebook and I do not, and it may not be that way for everybody, but for me, I do not talk pandemic. I don't, I don't talk about anything. You know what I mean? Because my, I found that my customers want a relief from me. They want a minute Uh where they don't have to be, be reminded that I'm stuck in the house. I might have lost my job. You know what I mean? The news is telling me that we might not be going. You know what I mean? They didn't want to hear that. They wanted some semblance of normality. They wanted a way to get, you know, get outside and just have a good time and laugh. And you know what I mean? And and chit chat. So what I did was I started doing lives. I would go on live and I would do my makeup and we would just have a good time. Like we would just laugh and joke and, and I would talk about how I mess up all the time. You know, I would joke about having a high now. I got to teach some, some kids. I don't teach an eight year old. I don't know how that works. You know, just making sure that you just kind of give people some relief. So figuring out what your market needs and each, like I said, each business is different. 
So my market needed a relief. They needed some time, like a respite. They needed time away. And makeup gave them that. For you, it might be like if you have a food business, it may be showing people how they can cook what you used to cook in a restaurant at home. You know, like they they love coming to you to get it. So let me teach you how. And, and I'm going to tell you, ain't nobody going to do it as good as you do it. So you're not going to lose business. And that's the thing. We got to get outside of that. You're not going to lose business because you taught somebody how to make it. That's if anything, truth. you're going to gain business because now they want you. They like mine didn't taste like the one you made. So as soon as this is over, I'm coming to get yours. You got to think about that. You know, like I can teach people to do makeup all day long, but you still want that, you know, somebody to do it for you. You want to be pampered. That is absolutely true. And, and that is something that's been true even before this. Most of my clients, it's not that they aren't smart enough to learn how to do what I do because they definitely are. I primarily work with consultants and professional service businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they're more than smart enough, you know, capable. They're usually good writers in the first mm -hmm. place. Usually uh, it's that they don't have the time or don't want to spend the time on it. So what they actually want is proof that they can trust me to do it and do it the way that even if it's not the way that they would do it, do it in a way that would still provide success. And that's typically what they're looking for. So I could cover my website and all of my secrets and it would make no difference. So when I do things like webinars or when I do interviews myself, I don't hold back. I'll tell you all the things because either mm -hmm. you you want to do it yourself and maybe you have in-house people so you were never going to hire me or uh, you don't have the budget. So again, like that wouldn't be a partnership that we would have necessarily. But it doesn't hurt me at all to tell you all of the things. <laughs> yeah, that is and, and such it, a good point. Yeah, yeah. and I, I would love to be able to cook some of the food yeah, but see, that's that the I thing. get in restaurants, but that's not my that's not my that's talent. Not, yeah, and that's the thing. Like I tell people all the time, one, either you're as a business owner, either you're gonna pay with time or you're gonna pay with money. So that's you have right. to decide which one you're going, you're willing to pay for. And, you know, and so a lot of times, and I tell people, uh, especially business owners, you need to set your hourly rate. How much are you worth an hour? So if I'm saying that me, Takia Ross, I'm worth $50 an hour. If you want me, like me, I'm $50 an hour. Why are you doing a job that you can pay somebody half of that to do and then you can go on so you're still going to make money from paying them right because they're doing a yep. job that so when they come out with your new website or your new graphic or they do your new you know copy edits whatever you're paying somebody to do right once yeah. they're done you're going to make more money from that but then too i'm willing i'm able to take my 50 dollars an hour self and, and work on a task that's going to make us more money. So now you have two people working on two different tasks that are both going to make you more money. So either you're going to pay with time or you're going to pay with money. And think about who we purchased from. I purchased from people, and I swear we good friends. Like, I know about your kids and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, because her birthday next week, girl, and we're going to, you know, just think about what you, how you purchase. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're, 
purchasing from somebody and they don't tell you, well, this is how I create, you know, this ponytail and you need to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. I, I you know, I'm not going to do the ponytail, but I swear I'm going to pay you to do the ponytail because I could never get my ponytail the way you got my, but you have to think about that and stop hoarding information. Don't hoard it. Don't, because you're only hurting yourself. Proprietary yeah. information is a certain, you know what I mean? I'm not saying give out your formulas and you know what I mean? Right. All of that good stuff. I get that. But if it's something as simple as me showing you how I put my makeup on, we don't have the same face. Like, that's what I said. Like, we don't have the same. That's the truth. And then the other side of that is what if it's something you can't do or something that you'd have to invest a lot of time to learn mm-hmm. how to do? So you're operating outside of your area of brilliance. I'm, you know, I, I often work with clients, again, consultants who could learn it, but how many hours would they have to invest to know search engine optimization the way that I know it or to write content the way that I write it and, and you know, to develop the marketing strategies, learn the ins and outs of things like, you know, social media algorithms and search engine algorithms how much time would they have to invest i'm not going to do that i'm that's what i'm trying to tell you that's why what (laughs) i said when i what i said what i said i'm not doing that right like who's paying you right who's paying you to to learn that no i'm not doing it i said it pineapples i'm gonna pay you to do it and then i'm gonna (laughs) have you tell me why i need to have it like excuse me so tell me exactly why we need to have this like this Okay, and I'm gonna pay you to do it because I watched you on social media for weeks on end talk about it. And so you made yourself a subject matter expert in this particular field. I'm just saying, like, don't Uh, don't like we holding on to it that don't you blocking your own blessing. Somebody is going to pay you for what you have in your head. You don't have to be a workhorse all the time. And I tell women that all the time. You do not have to. Don't think that you have to physically be doing manual labor in order for you to be earning a significant income and or revenue. People are willing to pay big money for what you know. So you mentioned that you discovered your audience wanted relief, right? So my audience wants something a little bit different, which is why I ask these questions, because this is the sort of things my audience wants to know. But how did you go about discovering that? Like, what's your what are your top recommendations for businesses wondering how they should be marketing? Right. It's different for different audiences. But how did you figure that out for yourself, for your business? Um, I just try stuff. I'm, I just, I'm being honest. Like now we have a lot of time on our hands. Like, you know what I mean? Not, and not in that way. Like we're not bombarded with all of the things that we had to do. Like now I, I, I physically cannot leave the house. I have a non-essential business. You know what I mean? And I cannot open my doors. So those 40 hours a week that I was spending actually providing services, I turned that into almost like a science project. So I started trying stuff. So like now is the time and you don't have to spend a lot of money doing it. So what I started doing was I'm like, okay, for this entire week, I'm going to do videos all week long. Like I'm going to do a live video all week long and I'm going to do it at the same time every day. You know what I mean? 530. I was there every day, 530. And I would go live 
And then you need to watch certain things. So you need to set what your goals are. What are your intentions? So with me going live, what was I trying to get out of me going live? For me, I wanted to get more customers to know about my product and to make purchases. So I went live and I talked about my products. I told people how to use it. I showed people how to wear them. I showed people how they could create different looks with them. And I started to see increases in sales. Like people started purchasing. So one, you need to set goals. Like set, what do you want your customer base to do? Is it buy from you? Is it get email addresses? Are you, what do you, what do you want them to do? And then try different things now, especially to see if they, like, if I try doing videos every day, does my engagement go up? You know, am I getting more likes? Am I getting more views? Are people going to my website? Are they giving me their email address? Are they purchasing products? Like, but if you have no clue what you're trying to do with like marketing, like people think that I'm just going to put this picture out there and I'm marketing. You're not like you're actually just posting a picture. What are you trying to do? Like you have to be very clear about what you're trying to do. Cardi B, when she was just doing a video and she was walking in her bikini and then she showed you what how her belly looked right now, that was all marketing. Something else won't come out. Something else she wants you to look at her for something. Think about that. So set your goals and then monitor. Why, you know, like monitor, I want email addresses. How many email, more email addresses did I get from, you know, last week I had these many. This week I went live, I got an extra 50. Okay, well, this might be something I can keep doing. I think we need to really use this time to set, and especially in marketing, set your goals, you know, and work hard at it. And don't be, and, and on social media, we get caught up in the numbers. Like, I only have, like, three, not only, because I feel like this is a whole lot of good people. You know, I got about 3,000 or some odd, you know, followers on my Instagram. And I can't like, even imagine that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, but a lot of times people think that you need, like, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. You don't need a hundred thousand people and all they doing is liking your stuff, but ain't nobody bought nothing you sold. Like that's not, you're not, you're still not going anywhere. You just have a whole hundred thousand people looking at you. And I talk to clients about this in, in relation to their website traffic, right? They'll be like, we have like a million site views a month, but like it's not converting. It's like, well, you have the wrong traffic, obviously. Like, if you're a consulting firm, but you accidentally rank for a phrase like how to lose 10 pounds in a month, well, yeah, millions of people are going to end up on your website, but you rank for it because you used it as a metaphor in some of your content or something. Right. That's not useful. That's not useful traffic. So you could actually focus your message more, have lower numbers of site traffic, but higher conversion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I think we need to know that. But again, you know, it's just like if you're not taking the time to really research marketing, you know what I mean, and research conversions and research what your market wants, then you'll never know. And recognize it's a trial and error. It really is. Like certain things you can get down to a science, like this works for this. But knowing what your customer wants, sometimes it takes you to try a few things. 